This is the talk of Music City Real Estate. Welcome back to another episode of the Talk of Music City Real Estate. Where we educate and motivate all things real estate. My name is Monty Moore with Realty One Group Music City. Hey, and I'm Carrie Ann with CMG Financial and My Mortgage Team. Every week we'll be posting a new episode chock full of Nashville real estate value. Yes, and you can follow along and subscribe at talkmusiccity.com. Got a question for us? Ask away at questions at talkmusiccity.com. That's questions at talkmusiccity.com. Monty! Carrie Ann, welcome to 2023 and we're excited to be here and I'm excited about our topic today because I'm telling you what what I've been sharing with our team is the best defense is a better offense Mm -hmm. and a better offense is to be you know gathering the opportunity as best you can broadening your range of skill level your knowledge remember guys Prosperity follows value. Mm-hmm. It doesn't follow hoping and wishing and gee, I got to make my mortgage payment. It, ho- it follows value. So guess Consistent who has value. guess mm-hmm. who has control of your value? You do, right? Because it, it depends on if you immerse yourself in more knowledge, more understanding, more options, widening widening the uh, the um, funnel, so to speak, of your expertise because you attend the classes, mm-hmm. because you've recognized the success leaves clues and you're, you're, you're connecting to those that are successful. You're paying attention, certainly if you're in the real estate business, to the mortgages out there because cash was king for a while. It was. <laughs> now. Y'all didn't like us there for a bit. Yeah, for a few minutes. But now, <laughs> now I, I guess financing is the queen. Hey, now, I put guess, me huh? back in, coach. That's what I say. Put me in, coach. Absolutely. So yeah. we're going to talk about, you know, so often on our Monday morning huddle calls, we hear a little bit about what you're doing. And I know you're only given a few minutes probably to, to share, but uh, I wanted to dedicate this time to all the, you know, some of anyhow, the options that CMG and your your uh, team offer mm-hmm. the local realtor and local consumer because that can make all the difference in the world. You know, yeah, I think taking back control um, as a business owner for you as a real estate agent is mm-hmm. key. You know, a lot of real estate agents get in the business um, and understand that mortgage financing is a necessity because that's you know helps fund the transaction. But you know, you maybe you're trained to stay in your lane, and so you do, and they you're going to get their financing, but you don't know what they're actually getting and then it falls apart and you don't know how to put the pieces back together and oh, all the I things. Oh, I see that so many times. Yeah, so many times. And I as well, I see it, you know, on social um, and just in conversation, you know, they have their lender. But again, I think it's important as you as a real estate agent to take back control and know what that lender offers. You know, we talked um, in previous classes um, and I'd love to bring it back here uh, this year as well, but the top 10 questions that you should ask a lender um, and you should ask me, you know, and I should be very confident without an ego to be able to easily tell you the answers to all of these questions. Because the more that you know um, and the more knowledgeable you are with that particular transaction, the more comfortable and confident you're going to be to allow for that process to go even smoother, in, in my opinion. Totally agree. Um, totally but agree when it comes to the financing piece, you know, we so many of us think about just conforming financing. You know, the conventional world for years, actually two plus years, it was 
you can only get a conventional loan. You should only get a conventional loan because that's the best loan. Well, I think that was only because of the lack of education or maybe that one issue they had with lender A and Timbuktu because they did a government loan and mm-hmm. government loans are bad and, you know, blah, blah, blah. If, if you work with true professionals, that professional that's senior, just like you are in your profession, I and mine, doesn't matter what type of loan I'm doing. I'm already on my tippy toes thinking two steps ahead and taking that to the finish line as smoothly as I would with a regular conventional loan. Um, And so a conventional loan is not always the better loan for the buyer. Each one of us has a different credit score. Each one of us has different money within the bank account. Um, And and each one of us has a different story. You know, Monty, you're so open to sharing your story. I have one. Each customer that we work with has a story. We do not want to judge a book by its cover. does not matter what car they drive. Uh, There's more to that story. So just thinking conventional financing is the better option. It's it's not always uh, the better option. So yeah, there's tons and tons of loan so, um, opportunities so, out there. So Carrie Ann, I don't know if you know this. I know you know that at one time I, w- I had a uh, I was a licensed mortgage uh, broker. Mm-hmm. Okay? You are. And you know why I did that? Why? Because I got burnt really bad by a mortgage pro- you know, <laughs> sure. supposed professional. I didn't know how to vet them. I didn't know what I know today. I didn't, I didn't have a process like I, no offense, but I did, you know, with you, yeah. I, so I gave you a tough one. Say, you know, try this on for size then. <laughs> that little and, stinker. And you not only got it done, but you got it done early. And I said, okay, well, let me give you a little easier one, you know, and then, sure. okay, you know, I don't need to um, try anybody where else. But, but I had my, as I was brand new in the business, I didn't have anything to compare it to other than donuts. Everybody brought donuts in and I'm thinking, well, this guy really brings great donuts in. He's got a great smile. It seems like he knows what he's doing. I ended up having six transactions piled up there yeah. before I realized, before they started dying because the guy didn't know what he was doing other than where to get the donuts. And so I became extremely, extremely cynical on the topic. Mm -hmm. And I even went out and got my own mortgage broker's license because I wanted to know what the hell to look for. Mm -hmm. I didn't have the sense that I do now that I don't have to go out and, and become all things. I do need to be knowledgeable about what's available so if things trigger my brain or not, that I know if they're telling the truth, but what I have to do is surround myself with awesome people. Okay, that's the key to it is find so you don't have to know how to, you know, work on your car if you find a great mechanic. I don't have to know how to, you know, the whole in and out of mortgages, but I do need to continually attend the classes so that I'm staying fresh in an area that if somebody says they're going down this path, I can remember or remind myself, look, my client is paying for or they're working with me because they feel like I have authority and understanding and clarity in the business. And they tell me that they're going to XYZ Bank, as an example. Mm-hmm. I can say, I, I get that. I understand that. But don't let what happened to so-and-so happen to you. And I'll share an example or two of that scenario and say, look, I, I get your commitment that you think it's going to be easier because they are, that's where you do your banking. No offense to a bank around whatsoever. Yeah. They're in the banking business. Um, but l- let's do this. Why don't you consider that way, but also have my mortgage professional take a look at your situation as well, and then listen to your heart. Listen to your heart. Mm-hmm. I'm dealing with somebody on a daily basis. You do this every three to five or 10 years. My point of sharing this, guys, is, is give yourself permission to be strong in this arena. Right, more confident. I'll never forget about two years ago that Blake presented a VA loan Mm -hmm. that was being uh, handled by you and we we beat out a higher cash deal Mm -hmm. by an investor. Mm -hmm. 
because that agent happened to, to know who you are and your reputation and so forth. And anyhow, I, I don't need to keep on belaboring that, but it's so important to surround yourself with, with awesome people, especially in the mortgage arena. And I'm looking forward to hearing more about Yeah, and these. I think what we're talking to is about triggers, right? So you're talking to the person at the grocery store, you're talking to somebody off of your Zillow lease or, you know, Op City or all the things. Um, and they say a few things that you think possibly will not allow them financing um, or you think that they should be able to get financing uh, because the rest of the story is not shared, you know. And so knowing that there's multiple different options that are available for your clients, um, that are not just conforming loans. And let's talk about what a conforming loan is. So that's going to be your conventional. That's going to be your FHA. Um, that's going to be your VA loan, your USDA loan. Those are your conforming loans. I kind of state that those are the loans, like if you were going down 65, they're just the regular straight uh, loans that you're very familiar with. Those can close um, very quickly. I mean, I just checked uh, last week, USDA is on a two-day turn time. Wow. You know, so many people were shunned away with a USDA loan. If you know USDA financing, it allows for a 620 credit score. So many loans within Middle Tennessee are eligible because we are more out in the outskirts of the city limits mm -hmm. um, that are on the market today, which would allow for 100% financing. And knowing that your sellers are going to be more negotiable, those buyers can get in with minimal money and have savings left, right? right, right. Um, if nothing, if if no money for that right. matter, right? Um, and they can close in 20 days or less because the turn time for USDA is is only two days. You know, and again, when we work with the government, we understand that this is the time of compression. We understand that p people are going to be losing their jobs in multiple different departments. And so utilizing this program and keeping people employed is the win. The rates are so strong uh, right now. And the the payment is going to be the lowest out of all 100% loans when utilizing USDA loan. But again, for the last couple of years, we've been told, no, USDA not going to accept or, you know, right. don't don't want to do that loan. There could possibly systems. be a concern, yeah. right? Well, if you're already thinking about all the concerns and having a solution for all problems that could eventually pop up today, that allows you and will make you the true professional and somebody that can navigate through a particular transaction and still allow it to close timely and smoothly, right? So what are the issues that government people or loans that, um, <clears throat> excuse me, agents think about government loans? Name a few issues. Well, I mean, I think it's old school. And I think personally, I think it's probably driven by the consumer more than the agent because the agent hasn't done their homework. And the consumer is saying, well, I remember when my um, great aunt sold her house VA and they didn't like it because there was peeling paint. And so, you know, there was these problems. I mean, that, that's kind of a lot of it. What it comes down to is, is first of all, value. They're looking at a home, maybe a, with, with thicker, mm -hmm. thicker glasses, because the lower, the, uh, the higher the loan to value ratio, the more closely they need to look at the numbers. I don't think a numbers are an issue right now. The, the other part is, you know, a lot of times that FHA buyer is looking for closing costs. That was that I think is the biggest reason why in the last two years mm -hmm. probably is the closing costs and the idea that as well it's going to take you know thirty days or forty five days mm -hmm. that kind of stuff. Not realizing that uh, that's all been equalized. Sure. You know, it really has, and appraisers are coming in just as good as a, a conventional loan. 
and I, those are the main things I think that a lot of people uh, shy shy away from. That maybe the qualification of the buyer is not as strong as if they were going conventional. But yeah, I don't think and that's that, true. That's not true. And I think yeah. you know, you and I might look in the mirror and know our personal story, but you, everybody's got a story, which mm-hmm. means that not everybody's perfect. So you know, just because they're getting a conventional loan does not mean that that's going to close as timely as an FHA or a VA right. loan. You know, you spoke about the things that um, agents or clients would be concerned about. Just like you as real estate agent have all these myths that you uh, burst and and break, that's similar to our world. You know, again, there are senior players that have been doing this industry for a really long time. I would search for those. And there's some great ones uh, that I know um, very closely within our marketplace um, because we study our craft on a regular basis. My team studies two hours every week on loan programs. Do we need to? I think so because tomorrow something else is going to pop up to know that the you can call me and ask me about a particular program and why Carrie Ann is so called known for her magic and bringing life back into the transaction and you know it's her it's her she twiddle her nose and she uses a magic wand no it's because I know guidelines inside and out and I know that that guideline changed last week and I know that uh, we haven't been doing that for the last year right so some people that don't study their craft are just going to be staying within that realm of of what used to be, you know, or they just don't know the newest and latest, you know, change within Fannie or Freddie, et cetera, et cetera. So also working and knowing the type of lenders that you work with is key as well. You're going to have direct lenders, correspondent lenders and brokers. And some people will say that this is better than that. Let me tell you, I am a true believer of control. We talk about control for you as a business owner. For me as a business owner, I want control, which means that I want to be able to confidently tell you that yes, this will close in eight days or yes, this will close in 20 days. I don't have to go call somebody. I don't have to worry about somebody else's guidelines. I'm a true direct lender to the agencies. A broker has to broker that financing out to another, which means what? They lose control, right? They don't have any you know they don't have any power they don't have any you know veto power or or anything else you you, one thing one of the main things i hate when i'm dealing with a you know another lender and no offense to anybody out there i promise but one thing is i hate is some lenders are still i mean some mortgage professionals are still working with a company that you're in line to get yours to the underwriter Oh yeah, okay. no, we don't wait lines. Well, honey. that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I, I, I got so used to I got so used to not even hearing that that when I did recently, it's like, are you kidding me? Are you sticking kidding me that you're dealing with somebody that you have no say so, you have no credit, you have no strength with that you got to sit in a line? Yeah, I mean, I was blah. Anyway, I just that's some pet, that's a pet peeve of but mine. That's I've a seen quick so question often. that you can ask early on, right? Because, like you said, your buyer does not know um, for this or that. Yes, I work with the bank because of my checking and savings. That is what they're all about with deposits, right? Absolutely. And so they do add the financing and the mortgage piece to it, but their main goal is the bank banking piece, right? And so kind of just knowing and asking lots of questions about the process, knowing that, um, you know, how do we make this as smooth as possible? Do you truly have a guarantee? Um, all, all the things. And so why can Carrie Ann um, take a loan that was denied down the street for one particular program and then approve it for that same program, right? Mm-hmm. We see this all the time. Denied mm-hmm. THDA, Carrie Ann takes it and closes in eight days and approves it. THDA, right? It's because 
we are direct. Other lenders have a correspondent overlay to their particular guidelines. I'm not stating that I'm better than the other, but what's important for you to know is what you are actually uh, dealing with and or working with um, and knowing the particular lender that your buyer has and asking lots of questions. I think that is something that I would do if I was a real estate agent. Mm -hmm. I would probably gather my five to 10 questions and I would see the response. Now you're going to see some egos um, that are going to come out from different um, lenders. I would question their professionalism in regard to that. Um, But again, as you work over and over and somebody builds a strong reputation uh, for maintaining and being consistent uh, with the outcome of a smooth transaction, that's um, something to be said, right? And we want to do that. But again, let's talk about the first person that doesn't fit within that conforming box, right? It's more of a non-conforming, maybe somebody who has been self-employed, but um, just started out and their first year wasn't as strong, right? Is there other options for that individual to still purchase? Because we hear this a lot. Mm -hmm. I am just doing good. I'm making lots of money. I'm ready to buy a house, right? Um, And now what? And so they call lender A and they're denied because their average of their tax returns don't meet up. There's multiple different options that are out there. And we as well uh, lend with those um, where you're looking at bank statement loans where we average a 12-month history or a 24-month history. You've got a one-year tax return option. You've got a profit and loss option. And again, remember, sometimes when you go off-road or the non-conforming routes, you were asking less questions, right? And so when we do that, your interest rate may be a little bit higher. But again, to purchase real estate is always a win, Mm -hmm. even with a little bit of a higher um, interest rate. And so you're going to be looking at uh, strong wins for the self-employed. Middle Tennessee, Music City, we are full of the self-employed, right? Mm -hmm. From the singer songwriter Mm -hmm. to the drummer, to the musician, to the um, all all the folks from the folks that are in the um, multi-level marketing groups, um, you know, whether they're selling activewear to facial products, um, those are all people that are considered self-employed. And so you as a real estate agent are one as well. So just think about if you're going to be talking to lots of folks out there that want to purchase in middle Tennessee, they possibly may be self-employed, right? And so you need to be really well-versed in all the products that help support the self-employed, I think is is what I would want to do <clears throat> on that. You know, in your investors, you might not have a buyer eager to do something right now, but your investors are smart. They know when times are, are a little different, uh, when it is the winter months, this is the time to pounce and purchase. Um, but again, do you know all the options available for your investors? There's five different investor loan um, options that are out there, right? And this is huge. But as a real estate agent, if you're just waiting for that investor and think that they're going to pay cash... I wouldn't pay cash as an investor. I would keep my cash. Cash is king, especially in today's market. So I would want to know all loan options available that I can keep my cash and still be um, and have a strong cash flow uh, on that particular purchase. Right. And so one of the ones I like, do you still have the one that you put 25% down and and let the mortgage, let that payment qualify it if the payment is positive? Yeah, so that's going to be your note. Yeah, that's your note. Instead of putting cash down, they're putting 25% down instead. So now they can buy four homes instead of just one. So you're looking at doing no income documentation on that with 25% down. And you need to make sure that the rentals, which is the cash flow, offsets your mortgage payment. And again, when you ask less questions on that, yes, the interest rate's higher, but a lot of investors are looking for, you know, that short term rental. They're looking for the cash flow, right? And so that's a huge win. Folks that um, use that program, 
Instagram are ones that um, don't want to show me their tax returns because there's just too much work um, or they're not showing me their tax returns because they're not showing um, income, you know, on paper because they have a strong accountant that I need to meet. <laughs> <Too bad. laughs> so you've got um, bank statement loans for the, the investor are all in one product right now is just huge and it is really shining bright and quite popular, um, which is our first lien equity line that focuses on principal before interest. These, the, by you know, knowing all the programs that are available out there just really elevates you with all that value that you're talking about, you know, which I think is a, a huge win. Um, we have are in a very diverse marketplace here in Middle Tennessee, which means that not everybody's going to speak English. And so we kind of thought two steps ahead and we have great divisions um, that have uh, support in the Spanish um, speaking and also Arabic, right? And so that is opening up a lot more doors for wow. many of the uh, folks within the community as well. And with that, there's specific programs. Um, one would be called an I-10 loan or a W-7 loan, right? And so there's, I'm, I'm not a gal that just sits back and just is just going to focus on my little box. I'm always thinking about how I can help serve a real estate community and provide even more programs to really make you the most successful um, out there because there's so many stories out there. There's so many folks. How about I was a bus driver in Williamson County and then I became a bus driver in Rutherford County. Did you know that that made me go from W2 to 1099? And what that. does that do for me, right? Yeah. Knowing that right. I have programs that allow you to go from a, 10, a W-2 to a 1099. No, same same <clears throat> occupation. Same right. occupation, right. But again, there's options, you know, that are available out there. We had a, um, I love watching the social media questions. And I'm always here to, to help try to create solutions. But, you know, when you see that someone's been denied once, twice, three times, right, you possibly think that's a dead deal mm -hmm. and some people look at me as if you did something silly or non you know legal yeah. no everything's legal my right. kid is nine i have to have my license <laughs> at all times but i know my guidelines and so one scenario was manufactured homes i kind of giggle uh with the real estate agents that i'm your queen of your double wide but again there's many um manufactured homes options that are gorgeous all mm -hmm. throughout you know mm -hmm. um and as much as they're they uh depreciate Many of them are showing some appreciation lately because sure. they've been rebirthed and uh, redone and all the things. And so do you know you're about to list a manufactured home, um, but do you know that you can actually get financing on that? You know, I reach out to a lot of real estate agents that are listing because they are not familiar with what type of financing can or cannot be provided. Um, and can that close smoothly? Why would you want to take on a listing just to have a listing and not know you can't close it unless it's cash, right? Mm -hmm. And if cash isn't king, you want to make sure you have all your options. So in regard to manufactured homes, you know, you're looking at doing FHA, VA, THDA, um, and conventional, right? But again, conventional requires 5% down. FHA requires 3.5%. And you need this, this, and this, right? And so we've created a checklist to be able to help you. But I noticed on social media the other day that there was somebody that was looking for a manufactured investment loan, okay? And wow. I know for a fact that that does not exist. Wow. That's not a guideline mm -hmm. requirement, hence why they were denied two or three times. 
Now, I just thinking outside the box, just said, I'm going to reach out because maybe I can facilitate that loan through a banker and just uh, work through um, my banker, right? Mm-hmm. And just help mm-hmm. help the agent. And that's one thing that I do as well, being that well networked over the last 22 years, maybe I can't do the financing and maybe it needs to be a commercial loan, right? And I'm going to go with my local bankers that I work with that are amazing. Um, so I reached out and had started having a conversation with this uh, agent and then the client and the client started sharing more and more that they were purchasing the home for their mother. So so many people thought that that was an investment. But did you know that Fannie and Freddie allow you and I to purchase a home for a elderly family member that can no longer work and or an um, an, an adult child that cannot work uh, because of this or that with only 5% down? I did not know that. That loan got denied three times. Holy cow. I take it on and close it in, you know, less than 30 days with a regular conforming five. Well, they put 20% down because that's what they wanted. But again, it wasn't even an investment loan. So if I didn't reach out and ask the question, that agent would still be stuck with not a transaction. Mm-hmm. That uh, buyer would not be purchasing this perfect manufactured, beautiful home uh, for their mother. All the things, right? And so, and guess who looks like a hero? You know that that, that agent, agent now oh, looks yes. like a hero because they, you know, that person connected. Them yes, with you. and I was so blessed because one great thing in my world is because I how I get a lot of my business is helping folks, you know, save some deals. And many people think that's all that I do. That's just one thing that I do, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, we help clients just from day one with confident, trusted financing that you closes You don't have timely. to be denied three times right. by somebody. Right, you know, oh, I wow. mean, and so it's just one Imagine thing that, that I love, love to do. But that agent, I now know, right? I get mm-hmm. to meet so many great folks mm-hmm. that have been great partners and now friends uh, because of those, those connections. Um, <clears throat> so we talked about, you know, manufactured homes, but what about your con? Right. And is it a townhome or is it a condo? I love that one because many agents go ahead and quickly list what they think is a townhome because it's a an attached, you know, part of a four unit or et cetera, et cetera. But they don't read the the master deed to find out that it's truly a condo. And when Mm -hmm. it's a condo, that opens up a whole new can of worms, right? When it comes to the financing side. Mm -hmm. And so working with somebody that can help guide you on exactly what you're about to list and can I get financing and what is it going to look like? You know, I see some people write only conventional financing or has to only be cash. Maybe that's a simple way out of not worrying about doing your right, homework. Right. Um, but there's possibly more options In out today's there. today's market, you don't have that luxury. Before you could dictate as a listing agent, hey, no, we're only dealing with cash. Yeah, probably not want to do that now. You yeah. want to probably want to know a, a great lender. You know, I'll never forget one of the first things that you really turned my head about was I was dealing with a, a log home in, oh, yeah. in uh, Mount Juliet or Lebanon. And, um, and I'd been turned down by the local bank. Mm-hmm. I'd been turned down by another lender. And so I, I reached out to you and said, well, you know, I, will, you financing, will you finance a log home? And your, your first question was, well, is it a true log home? Yeah. You start ask, breaking it down, it looks like you were a master of log homes. <laughs> and suddenly you're financing this log home for my buyer mm-hmm. because I didn't ask the right questions because I didn't know that there was a big difference in, in those, how they're constructed. Mm-hmm. Well, and again, you, you know, many of us love living in the lodgy feel and that mm-hmm. log home, but some of that is just fake rock right. attached right. and fake logs attached, you know. It's facade. Yeah. Right. And, but think about in Middle Tennessee, how many types of homes we have, right? Mm-hmm. So from the log home to the manufactured home to the berm home, mm-hmm. how about the tiny home? Now we're mm-hmm. living in containers. <laughs> I mean, we're doing all the things here in Middle Tennessee, right? And I yeah. get, we see lots and lots of questions. Who does the financing for blank? Who does the financing for blank? 
Did you know that you can get financing for all of those if they are on true permanent foundation so they just can't put their wheels back on and and get lost? Um, And if you can provide like comps. So Mm -hmm. the appraisal piece is the key, right? And so if you're doing a tiny home, yes, and if it's on a foundation, you can do regular conforming financing if you have um, other comparables, you know, Mm -hmm. for that. Uh, Similar to container homes, berm homes. The struggle with a berm home is there's only so many in the middle Tennessee area. um, And so it's hard to find the comps, you know, to to do that. The log home was the same way. There's not not a lot of comps. Exactly. Um, That's when you don't know that there's a difference in construction. And then you work with solid appraisals appraiser, excuse me. Um, And that is why when you're working with lenders that um, take the time to work with AMCs and or have their own internal AMC. um, And again, we have to legally uh, rotate um, and make sure that there's a lottery system. But the legalities of all that allow us to have only three, actually, really only required to have three solid appraisers, but you can pick your own panel. So a p- lenders who actually take the time to research p- true professionals in that space, wow. right? They wow. then rotate those. That wow. allows you to have true information. I never question the appraisers on um, our list. And again, when times got a little busier, you had to stretch out um, and use people that you don't use on a regular basis. But now the market, the way it is, you can utilize true professionals that you've used for years. I trust that if they're going to come in low, they've done their due diligence, right? That's just what it is, right? Um, Just like I'm going to trust that you are going to do an amazing job negotiating a contract for me and vice versa from a a lending standpoint. I'm going to give your client the best option, you know, available um, out there. And so that's the other thing that I love uh, with uh, CMG Financial and what I've built here locally with my mortgage team is being able to have structure around a true AMC uh, that we can trust as well. From not only um, them doing the right job and not having an ego enough that they're not willing to look at a rebuttal. I think that's the other struggle, but also the timeliness, you know, how does one close loans in eight days and need to get a new appraisal, right? It's because of uh, working with a great AMC that supports and and gets uh, appraisals back in the timely fashion. You know, you see a lot of uh, folks uh, within our VA or veteran community that goes with large bank A, B, or C because um, they think that's a better option, right? I think it's important to really again do your due diligence just don't assume that because they're going with a company that might have VA in their naming you know that is a little bit of some marketing and branding behind it, it right? It really truly um, is. One of our agents found that out the hard way here recently. Yeah and so I'm really blessed to work with so many um, of our our the folks that have served, um, again, being a daughter of a veteran and a sister of two amazing uh, siblings that are, are veterans, I take a true passion with that. And I think focusing on doing the right for our um, military, whether active um, or veteran community, I think is is key. And so there's so many things about the VA loan. Do you even yeah. know, right? I mean, the seller can pay 4% of the veterans' debts. They can pay closing costs and discount They can discount pay off their points. car, can't they? They can pay off their car. Yeah. People say, Kirian, how do you do this? I'm like, it's just the guidelines. It's right there right. in black and white. Right. You know, if you know how to to help the veteran, it's it's a huge win. There's no credit score. People ask, oh, what's the credit score requirement on a VA loan? Well, there's not one when you're a direct lender. It's a make sense transaction. 
transaction, they focus on the residual income for the buyer. What's the ratio requirement on a VA loan? If somebody tells you what it is, that means that that's their guideline, but the VA doesn't actually have a ratio requirement. It focuses on the true residual income, making sure that that, um, that veteran has enough to cover all of their expenses, you know, and I think that's key. You know, as somebody who isn't on active duty who has to be stationed somewhere else can buy a primary home for their family in a different state. There's multiple things wow. when you know your guidelines inside and out for you to be able to serve um, for that that community. And so um, there's, there's many loan options that are out there. Again, many people right now are probably asking about what do I do with my current equity in my house? I want to maybe um, consolidate all of my bills because of the holiday or I want to plan for this market that may be going left or right um, or I want to utilize that and leverage my money and be able to purchase more real estate, right? Mm -hmm. And so you can do multiple different things and we can help you with that. You can look at doing um, an equity line um, where we attach it to your um, and and put it in second position. You can look at refinancing all of it into a cash out refinance or you could look at doing what many people are doing right now especially in the real estate community is and you did this as well all, all is the in all one, in one loan yeah, the product all in one is is uh, empowering again because uh, not only am i getting the best bang for the buck of our money that's sitting in other accounts but uh, it's it's putting me in a position that when that great deal comes along i can write a check up to you know up extra number a number of dollars yeah. just you know like that and to me, that's empowering, and that's positioning yourself to take advantage of, of any market swings. You take back total control, which yeah. which I think is is a huge a huge win there. And again, it's not focused on interest rate at that point, right? That's right. the only loan that focuses on effective rate. Right. It's not about rate. And so today, yeah. I was speaking earlier with a real estate agent who has three percent um, as an interest rate, and he's done his education to know that he'll pay more in the long run by keeping that three percent interest had, rate, you know, than, yeah, than taking a on a different type of loan. We had three and a quarter we traded that for whatever the you know going rate yeah. is and i told connie it doesn't matter because this is a bit the better deal is mm-hmm. the is the higher interest rate because there's it's there we're getting more bang for that buck right and it's given us the empowerment of being able to do things with that money like and this is an investment property as you know and we were able to rehab the kitchen and do some things and and again it's being paid down quicker yeah for well, sure K- carrie and do you have any i'm just curious i don't know if you have anything on the books yet but I can't overemphasize the importance, guys, of being knowledgeable about this kind of stuff. You cannot, you cannot afford to just allow the tail to wag the dog when it comes to the financing part of this. Please understand what you were doing last year in numbers. It may be different this year. Okay. So my point is every deal is going to count even that much more. Mm -hmm. So why risk, you know, I, I, I get it that, you know, people want to, you know, we're servants. I get that. We're servants. And we don't, and if somebody says, well, I'm using XYZ Bank and you don't want to contest that because you're more interested in closing the deal than really, truly being an advocate, honestly. I mean, I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings here, but if, if you're not pushing back a little bit and making sure that they're being taken care of by somebody like Carrie Ann's team, if it's not Carrie Ann, make sure that they are as strong and knowledgeable because you, you the days of just well okay whatever you want to go to xyz bank okay well um you know i don't know if that's a good idea or not they don't have a great rep well it's okay because i don't want to upset you you can't afford to do that mm-hmm. because by the time that they get to that point I, i'll never forget dealing with a very very well-known bank here in town i won't mention the name i'm on the way to the walkthrough mm-hmm. they built the house from scratch and i'm on the way to the walkthrough to murfreesboro only to get a phone call from that client's lender saying 
I'm sorry, something's come up on their credit where they can't qualify now to buy this property. And I'm thinking, you're, you're kidding me. Right. You're stinking kidding me. In today's world, we're so transparent. How, do you, how does this come up at the last hour like this? These people had to, move, had to give up their dream home and, and stay in their condo because now suddenly they couldn't, they couldn't buy. This is before Carrie Ann. Mm-hmm. This is basically, yeah, and, and you know. Let's be honest. I'm, I'm human, right? And yeah. so, um, and I have an amazing team, but we, again, we're human. And so mistakes happen. I think what is important is what do you do when a mistake happens or what do you do when something pops up? Because mm-hmm. the consumer doesn't sometimes always listen to you and I, um, and things do pop up or mm-hmm. what also happens is they forget to tell the rest of the story. Right. They tell, they get up here and they forget to tell the rest. Right. right. And so then all of a sudden through this very, Verification and that verification, the rest of the story. I feel like I'm talking about what's that guy? The rest of the story. Yeah, the rest of the story. What's that yeah, guy? I, a news guy. Oh, goodness. You are old. You yeah, should know. I, know I, I love should you. Too <laughs> <laughs> funny. was bringing back uh, memories of my dad. But and the rest of the story. Yes. Somebody the out there the will story. know. Who, remember, whoever um, that guy is. Wasn't Walter. No, it wasn't. Uh, who was that? But. Paul Harvey. Harvey. There we go. Paul Harvey. Paul Harvey. Yes, uh, Paul Harvey. My quick little sidetrack. My dad, he would listen to that in the station wagon driving from one house to another 45 minutes of the rest of the story. Oh my God, it's good, good memories. Um, but going back... Um, it's they end up telling we find the rest of the story so now what it's got to close in three days right and so if you don't have a solid relationship or you know that that lender is always on their tippy toes and or practices the pivot you know that you Mm -hmm. reference or Mm -hmm. what my friend jim will do from friends um from the quote there but you always have to be thinking two steps so we know to be able to take a loan um from you know, this type of program to that, how do you navigate that in such a short window? We had a situation where I had a VA loan and why would I not assume that the veteran is a veteran? Like I would uh, trust in the fact that what he's telling me is to be truthful. We'll come to find out finally this verification, that verification, waiting, 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 it's coming, it's coming, it's coming. Okay. Okay. We're here ready. Well, we finally get it to find that he was um, dishonorably discharged mm-hmm. and not honorably discharged, which means he cannot get a VA loan. Right, okay. Right. So now what do you do in the, in the last hour, right? How do you take a VA loan and flip it to an FHA loan mm-hmm. when the VA appraisal is in a different portal than, you know, mm-hmm. bah, 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 bah. and so how does one still close that so quickly? I think that is one of of our great skill sets is if something pops up, how can we quickly evaluate and jump and turn? I'm not saying that I am perfect, uh, that I'm not, and I'll be honest with that, but I am a gal that will always work hard to make it right. And I think yeah. that's one thing that is important when looking for um, you know, a, a true lender out there and being honest. It's crazy to talk to some clients that have been told and given the word of hope. And I, I'm all about hope. But let's be honest, because there's time and money on the table for not only you as the agent, but for the consumer and the sellers. So they have the loan for 45 days. Mm. I take it on and in 10 minutes tell you that this loan will never move in a forward direction. I don't know what we're hoping for, Mm. but even if we hope that this Mm. happens, you still have this issue. Mm -hmm. They're only thinking about the first issue. They didn't think about the two steps ahead. And so that's one of our specialties is always kind of planning, you know, a plan 
planning ahead in regard to um, what could be and what you know could possibly happen. But um, we're we're joyful with every opportunity. I will tell you that my mortgage team we never look at a loan size. We look at every opportunity as a family that we can serve um, and help. It's interesting. I hear some lenders that talk about only wanting to help certain price points between blank and blank. Um, that's not what you're going to find here. Um, whether it's your first time home buyer or someone that's purchasing a $5 million transaction, we serve and give them the same attention um, and VIP service that we, we think that they uh, deserve always. Um, and I think education is key. Um, I think reading and understanding your consumer you talked earlier with Jason on the huddle call about the disc and knowing that, you know, if they're more of a direct or if they're a data um, infused, you know, client or if they need more handholding, mm-hmm. it's really important that we know that as mm-hmm. well. And we right, take the time right. to, to understand that there's a lot of emotion when it comes to purchasing real estate, which, you know, um, there's a lot of emotion when they think that they should get or they're entitled to all the things happen uh, with all age groups now. Um, and sometimes we we are the bad folks, right? We have to give bad news. But I'm a believer that bad news is okay given if given early um, and with a plan for for um, something down the road. Anybody respects, uh, as much as they'd like to own a house, they'd rather, I think they respect uh, the honesty. I think it's really Yeah, important. but you as a it's real estate agent, you want to know that. Well, you I, think I, that yeah, you have I a mean, client that yeah. possibly, they're so excited about purchasing yeah. um, and then you actually get them off the fence um, and but then... show them property week after right. week after week and you've got untold hours invested and you can't bill them when they find when you find out that after the third lender that, oh, I'm sorry, they couldn't have bought, bought any t- anyway. No, yeah. And, and um, one thing that I love about uh, CMG Financial, we're the number one independently own mortgage firm by oh. one person. And so that oh. one person has a huge heart. That one person is a people person who was a loan officer um, at the beginning um, and has built his business and sacrificed his family to create and keep this business going. Um, and I am I'm truly honored to be a participant of this, but he makes business decisions uh, for your clients and your clients. And it doesn't matter who it is. If it's a deserving buyer, they are going to make the hard decisions to do what's right. Wow. Um, and I'm really grateful for for that. And that's what I love having in my back pocket is if something was to happen, I'm not just told no and there's nothing to do. There may be a change or a fix or something. And we, we take the time to really strip that loan down and rebuild it um, and, and find solutions. Wow. Uh, so it's, it's a great win. But know that there's lots of options uh, from the mortgage standpoint out there for you as uh, the real estate agent. Know that when you're talking to a client, there's possibly uh, a loan option option out there if they're comfortable for it. And maybe they have credit challenges. Maybe they're not ready to do something right now, but you can guide them and provide that value like you referenced um, and move them in a direction to be prepared because we're feeling like time's flying. Lord, six months will be here in no time if that's what it takes to get them prepared to do something come spring or summer. So good stuff. Thank you, Carrie Ann, for all that you share. Thank you for all you bring. Yes. You know, I know you have a servant's heart and you're serving a lot of folks and, um, I'm just really grateful that you're part of our, uh, backing up part of our organization with that, with that expertise. And I'm just, I can't thank you enough. I mean, I, I can't over impress upon our team members that without a great lender, you're never going to accomplish great things in our business. You have to have that kind of relationship. Thank you for that. Well, I'm grateful for, for our friendship and our partnership. Um, and I know that 2023 is going to open lots of doors for Amen. us and also many of Amen. you. So thank you so much for being with us today. We can't wait to have you come back. You've been listening to the talk of Music City Real Estate. 